This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Let's talk about the weekend that was, the madness that was. And man, I just love this time of the year. I'm actually kind of sad that we're so close to the end. I know. It went fast this year. I have to start talking about baseball again and not getting games like UCLA, UNC that we just got. They took down UCLA, North Carolina did, and St. Peter's. Kansas defeats Florida. Then you go up on the bracket and you see that Duke took care of Arkansas 78 to 69. They did cover. How do I know that? I had money on them. Then you got Nova taking on Houston. Houston couldn't hit the broad side of the barn. Don't send Houston up there to smack Chris Rock because they're going to nope. miss. 50 to 44. Villanova wins that game, but some insults. Uh, well, not insults, injury, just an injury. J- uh, Justin Moore. Uh, that their wing player, Villanova, is averaging about 14 points per game this season, also about six, seven rebounds. He tore his meniscus, so he is out for the rest of the tournament. So now, you got three games coming up here soon, or two games coming up here soon in the Final Four. Duke, UNC, Nova, Kansas. What surprised you the most from the weekend in college hoops? I'll be honest, I actually was surprised St. Peter's looked that overwhelmed that early. Yeah. And it's, I, I had them, co- I picked them to cover, but I did not think they'd win outright. Teams like that have – what makes them so successful is that they don't have any pressure on them. Yeah. Nobody expects them to win, so they're out there. They're playing loose. They're having fun. Every great play you make is a bonus. Every game you win is a bonus. I really thought that mindset would carry over into the Elite Eight, and they looked completely overwhelmed. They weren't hitting the shots mm-hmm. that you saw throughout the tournament. They just looked like a team that should have lost in the first round. Yeah. That's how they should have looked against Kentucky. Yeah. So I, I was uh, – Honestly, overall, I was surprised that both those games were just complete snoozers by the second half. Yeah. It was awful, especially the way Miami came out early. I was like, wait a second. All right, Coach L, I was, here you go. I was and afraid. Then, I was afraid. And then, and then Kansas came out in the second half and slapped the hell out of Miami. Yeah. And then there you are. And I, I just it was, it was disappointing in that sense, but I really thought St. Peter's was going to at least look competitive somewhat, even early in the game. Maybe they get out there and they just, yeah. they're, they're maybe too overhyped and, you know, that stuff starts to wear on For you sure. and the second half For gets sure. in there and they look tired and they just look overmatched. But, I mean, from the beginning, it was just a complete disaster. It was them. a bloodbath, man. Yeah. And, and I will say, we did our show Sunday's Best myself, Travis Thomas, and we had Nick Berlansky uh, producing that as well as my guy PJ Glasser. And uh, one thing that we said, it was amazing that St. Peter's in the tournament, they had never trailed by more than six points. So you see that they had faced adversity on paper 
going against teams that have more talent, mm-hmm. but they had never really had to climb out of a hole. And that is the step that, yeah. that determines what team is an elite team yes. and what team is visiting the elite eight for the first time in 15 seed history. And that was St. Peter's. They did not have the offense or the defense to come out of a, a large deficit. I, I did a thing. I wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do uh, going into that game because I like St. Peter's. I like Clarence Rupert down low, his, as well as uh, uh, Casey and Defo, who's, leading the conference in blocks, 2.7 blocks per game. They took down Monmouth in the conference tournament. I like their how gritty they were, but I saw that UNC, they're clicking at the right time. Yep, they're clicking yep. at the right time, and they yep. have the players to do it. Caleb Love explodes for 27 points in the second half of that game against UCLA, and I'm like, ooh, that's dangerous. Yep. Because they were already a really good team, but if Caleb Love is cooking now, as well as he can score, this is a Brad Bill elite guy. He played on Bradley Bill's AAU team from St. Louis. But you've seen the high school clips. Like, he can go off for 40. He can also have 40 turnovers. So, we're getting the good version of Caleb Love now. When they got that guard play, they came out there. They go up a little early. I took a UNC 10 and a half live. And I was like, okay, this is not going to be close. And luckily for me, I did do that. I put a good amount of money on it. Also, back to the other game, Kansas. Kansas at halftime, they were one-and-a-half-point underdogs at BetMGM, plus 110 on the money line. I put money on Kansas' money line. They played the worst first half of basketball that you could have played. I mean, they went up against a team that can't shoot the three well, and that team is shooting well from three-point range. And also, over on the other side, Ochai Ogbaji can shoot the three yeah. phenomenally. He was missing. Everybody was missing for them, and they were still only down by like six at half. And I was like, oh, yeah. All they have to do is knock down their shots. Miami can't hold this forever, and I took them live, too. So I did some live plays. Didn't have really strong – had lanes going into it, but too afraid of the number, and luckily it worked out for me. But, man, UNC looks really, really good right now, and they, so does uh, Kansas. Well, to me, when I see a team that's hot before at towards the end of the regular season, this works the most in the NFL and college basketball because mm-hmm. it's a one-and-done type of scenario every game. So all that team needs to do is win one. You're talking about going to the NBA and it's a seven-game series. That's a whole different conversation. Yeah. You know, an eight seed beating a one seed. It's happened a few times over the course of the history in the NBA, but there's a reason why it doesn't happen a lot. Right. Better team usually wins a five where it used to be in a seven-game seven series. Game series five you hit game the series. NFL. Think of the last two Super Bowls the Giants have won, for example. Both nine-win teams. A wild card once. The other time should have been a wild card, but they play in the NFC East. Yeah. So nine wins got you a division title. North Carolina had won 12 of their last 15 games getting into the tournament. Yeah. When I saw them as an eight seed, I was like, I could see them winning. Now, I think I, I had them going, I had them losing to UCLA. Yeah. So that that's the part where I had it wrapping up. And but if Caleb Love doesn't go for 27, they probably that may do be the lose case. to UCLA. But that's what they've got is they have guys contributing that you either wouldn't expect or they've had the consistency from the stars on that team. Give Hubert Davis credit. Oh my in his gosh. first year and what he's been able to do, especially early on this year, because North Carolina was considered a bubble team for a while. Yep. The the win over Duke at Cameron into a really solidified their opportunity to get into the tournament in some way. But they look like a different team, but so does Duke. Duke looks like a different team they do. since that loss at Cameron Indoor. That game is going to really be the turning point, possibly, for both these teams, and it's all coming full circle now in the Final That's Four. That's so crazy because going into this matchup, one thing that probably Duke didn't want to see is a team that's beaten them like like UNC. Yeah. But then on top of that, you're looking at it like a revenge spot. Like if I'm UNC, I'm like, man, we're in their heads because we already took them down on probably the biggest game of the year that they had to play. But now you get Duke again playing their really the best basketball of the season. It's it's gonna be a great game. That spread is four and a half. And yeah. when we get uh you know further along in our show, we have a segment just dedicated to championship futures, which you can play right now at BetMGM. That of course we only have four teams left. There still might be some value on the board. 
UNC is 5-1 to one and win it all. Those odds are dropping, of course, as we get closer to the championship game. But back to what you said about Hubert Davis, we like to talk about first-year head coaches or young coaches. Like, this UNC team is not your, tra- not your traditional Roy Williams UNC team, but let's not act like Hubert Davis was just working at Olive Garden right, right, before he took right. over. Like, this is not a guy who <laughs> He's been an assistant on that staff spit. for a while, kind yeah. of groomed to take over. It's a reason why Hubert Davis could just get the job, like, and, and it'd be a, oh, it would be respectable. Like, he has experience, not as a head coach, but in his assistant, as an assistant on very good basketball teams and for you know, plenty co- of years. And in college, they love the alumni. Yes. They want the alumni coaching the team if they can make that happen, Man. which can put you in Georgetown's position where they don't win because Lord. it's just not a good situation, but it's a yeah. team legend. And that's that's so it's, it's good and bad depending on where the situation is. But you're right. Hubert Davis was there. He was brought on. He left ESPN to go be an assistant coach. Mm-hmm. Spent years under Roy Williams, mm-hmm. probably being groomed for just this. Yeah, and it's paid off. I love what uh, I want to say. It was Baycott for the big man for uh, UNC. Yeah, I can't even remember how many double doubles he had or he's had after the first five games of the season because that number, like that tracker that they have, is just phenomenal. Like I think he's had a double double in just about every single game he's yeah. played since they started the season. But what they asked him in the post game press conference was, "How did you guys rebound from the slow start?" And Hubert Davis, of course, interjected and was like, well, don't talk about January. Talk about what we're doing now. But he said, oh, Coach Davis told us we were going to be this good even Mm. when we were losing to Syracuse and these random teams early in the season. We just got able to put it together at the right time, and now you're looking at the fruits of their labor. They look really good and also have a future play in my pocket on UNC at a better number. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 